Welcome to Bold and Bright-Eyed. From the Midwest to the East Coast, we are three gals who are goal-driven boss ladies that want to connect and inspire you to get things done. From navigating relationships, taking care of the family, running businesses, doing good, solid clinical work for our patients, all while still trying to get to the gym, look good, and take time for ourselves. Trust us. We get it. We want to connect with you. We're glad you're here, and we can't wait for the Bold and Bright-Eyed journey to begin. Hello, world. Welcome to another episode of Bold and Bright-Eyed. I'm Dr. Jessalyn Quint, and I'm here with my two fabulous friends, Dr. Kendall Bott. Hey, guys. And Dr. Keely Brown. Hey, y'all. And this is officially our second episode. So as... Mm-hmm. Yeah. As eye doctors, obviously vision is something that is very important to us. We aim to preserve and protect and to keep our patient's vision, but vision can be so much more than that, obviously. Um, So as leaders in our own world um, and as business women um, and just in general, you have to have vision. I mean, not just physically with your eyes, but you have to have kind of a vision for what you want the future to look like. And so today we're going to dive into a lot of that and kind of tie in different things with productivity and how you can accomplish your goals. So it's a new year. We're kicking off 2019. A lot of people are kind of focused on their goal for the year. And I know a lot of people do vision boards. Um, Here in Maine, there's kind of little groups that get together and do these little vision board workshops. Uh, Kendall, I know you do one every year. How do you how do you do it? What's what's it look like? Tell us more about it. I do a vision board um, every year. We usually do it at the beginning of the year to kind of set your intention for for what's to come. And my husband and I do it together, and we have it right in front of our bedroom so you can see it when you wake up in the morning. And it you know you put your energy then toward achieving achieving what's on that vision board. So for us. We just have um, some magazines, some old magazines or newspapers and things like that that have words and pictures on them. And depending on what our goals are, we'll, you know, we'll pick something that resonates us, that represents that goal, just to have it you know, at the forefront of your mind, something you're always seeing or passing. Uh, they keep reminding you of what you have prioritized as a goal. So, for example, last year, opening my dance company and starting that was was a big deal for me. And that was one of my larger goals. So I had a picture, you know, of a dancer, um, on, on my vision board. So for us, it's more something that makes you, um, just kind of remember why you're doing the things you're doing on a day-to-day basis to achieve, achieve that goal. And at the end of the year, it's kind of cool to see how many of the things you had on that board actually came into fruition. What about you guys? Do you have a way that you do something similar, um, to envision your goals? That's awesome. So my husband and I have something kind of similar, um, not necessarily like pictures, but we have a board of goals in our little like entryway from our garage of different things. And some of them are wish lists too, like travel goals, like a bucket list for travel, different places, yeah. kind of fun to daydream about what you might want to do in the future. And then like even like a list of things we want to do around the house, like um, different remodels and stuff like that. And then, you know, our normal, our family goals and then we hit, we have a family mission statement, too, that he wrote up there. So something similar, but just not a true vision board, I guess, with the pictures. Keely, I'm interested in your family mission statement. Does that change every year, or is it something that is, like, for several years, and each year you just keep going 
back to kind of make sure you guys are aligned with the mission? Yeah, so the mission statement is basically, it's like, just like three words in a sentence, I guess. Um, Just kind of what our big picture is. Um, And we have as God, family, community. And then we kind of break it down from there. So it's just, it's kind of simple, but it just kind of keeps everything in perspective. I love that idea. That's a good idea. Yeah, that was all my husband for that part. He's pretty goal-driven, too. And then he's a finance person. So we also have quarter one, like savings and all this kind of stuff. It gets pretty uh, technical in there, too. But I like to keep it light in some areas as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think vision boards are amazing. I know that there's, like, you know, all these surveys and new studies out there, especially with the millennial generation that shows that, like, you know, like 82% of small business owners who visualize end up getting like a positive result. And, you know, whether it's because of some magical thing or if it's just because it's, you know, it's a constant reminder every day to keep working towards your goals. If it's working, I say keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, successful, successful people make goals and you need to have goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, like achievable, like realistic goals. And for me, I feel like you have to define your definition of success in order to make, you know, your goals relevant to what you think, you know, success is. Some people that might be, you know, having this type of car status or house or, you know, a certain number of, you know, in the bank, um, but it can be, you know, success to you could just be financial freedom or for me, I wanted it to be the freedom to do what I want when I want. And that's my long-term goal you know it's not necessarily something that's achievable right away that's the big picture but I feel like everybody has a definition of success and success for a lot of people equals happiness and so you got to kind of get those two things in aligned and figure out your goals underneath it so kind of make a a flow chart kind of flowing from that and then break it all down to smaller achievable goals for me I think it's um I think it's good, uh, like Keely said, to have like a big picture. Um, and, I, and I don't think I've ever actually really defined that out loud. Um, so that's kind of cool. I'm glad you brought that up. But as I was thinking about it, I think it's more of like a, a work-life balance where I'm able to do the things that um, I enjoy outside of work, but also, you know, maintain my career, career goals at the same time. So that's my big, my big picture. And then I set, you know, smaller goals underneath that that help me achieve that overall. Yeah. See, that's really awesome. Like work-life balance, it's probably way more achievable than my goal is. Like, you know, who can sit on a beach on a Wednesday before you're retired? But I don't know, maybe maybe if I set my goals high, maybe I'll be able to reach that far. Who knows? But um, I'm all about being realistic. Yeah, so if I you like figure the way out- that you phrase it. It's a good work-life balance, and that's, that's realistic and easy to achieve. So, Jesslyn, what, what do you define success as? I think that's a good question. And honestly, as I look back, you know, through my decades of life, I think that it's kind of changed. You know, like when I was in my early 20s, I think my definition of success was probably different than my definition of it now. I think like long-term wise, when I hope to someday look, you know, look back on my life and reflect on if it was successful or not, you know, definitely financial freedom, just to not have, just to kind of have that peace of mind, you know, where you're not... Uh, constantly feeling that financial pressure, uh, but a good work-life balance and being able to just do certain things that make me happy, whether it's a hobby or traveling or working more or less or, you know, whatever that entails, 
Um, I think all of that is, I guess, within my definition of success. So I think my definition is ever evolving. Right. Yeah. And I think that's pretty realistic to have it evolving. Um, so do you girls, do you set smaller goals and do goal increments? Like, um, like I'll have it, you know, the big picture, like my definition of success is my bigger, broader picture and then break it down 10 years, five years, one year into smaller, closer increments. And then how can you achieve it? Like making your pathway to success and like little measurable, um, goal markers along the way to do, like I evaluate it throughout the first of the year and have it in quarters and kind of like my steps on how I'm going to get there for this year. And lots of times the goals aren't achievable in one year. They're long-term goals, but you can do small things to get there. Um, so do you, do you structure your goals the same way or how do you go about it? Yeah. So I, (laughs) thanks. Um, so I do something similar. I think I'm more like one year, two years, um, and then, you know, five to 10 kind of, I lump them together. My five to 10 years, I do more broad picture. Um, and the one year ones are probably the more that, you know, are smaller as far as, you know, time-wise they're closer. And so things that I can do on a monthly basis is usually how I break it down. It's like by the end of, for example, January, I want to have A, B, and C done. And I'm the type of person where if I don't have a deadline, it's probably not going to get done. So I usually have to give myself deadlines to at least get, you know, 89, 90% of the way there um, to keep myself on track. So that's for me, yeah, I try to do more like month to month to get to my one year, my one year goals. What about you, Jess? Good. I usually, so I frequently kind of start with the bigger picture. You know, like my ultimate, and not necessarily that it's defined as like exactly 10 years, but like beyond the five-year mark, like what I envision my life to look like, what I want. And then from there, I kind of like break it down into smaller increments. And I've always kind of done that, you know, even back through like grad school and undergrad and everything. And what's interesting, I feel like, is sometimes I achieve those bigger goals Mm -hmm. a lot sooner than I thought. (laughs) And so then it's like, all right, time to reassess and replay. Yeah, Yeah, which is great. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome. And then lots of times goal setting can be daunting, though, too. And, you know, you should, you know, some people, you know, have failures along the way. And I've definitely had plenty of failures along the way. But it's all about how you react to those failures, how you pick yourself back up and, go and achieve the next thing and even like even when you think you're not making headway or progress I think a lot of times it's good to write it down and write down what's going on and be able to look back in time and kind of see how that's played out and lots of times you know in the moment it seems daunting but it's all laying out and working out perfectly how it's supposed to work too I think yeah and I I mean I see I see people now in, in grad school that are doing multiple things and I'm, I'm just like wowed by how much they can get done, like aside from being in school. And I think for me, when I was in school, I had like one major goal, like get through optometry school and then move forward. And I think that's why work-life balance is such a big deal for me is because I didn't have that. And I think setting goals from, you know, as young as undergrad and even before that is important so that you can get multiple things done and not feel like your life is being consumed by A, B, or C, that you're still doing other things that are important to you. And I think goal setting is is a great way to do that. That's true. I like to daily goal set too. So, you know, we break this down at the one year, the one month. Um, But the night before, like before I go to sleep, I have to think about, okay, so tomorrow, what am I like going to get done. And usually like I do bullet journaling and so I'll like do my little bullets of 
things that I want to achieve. Because I found that if I just wait until the morning and then I wake up, it's like you just lose so much. Um, you just don't get as much done. You just lose kind of some good productivity time. I feel like doing it the night before uh, helps me. Just yeah, definitely. Be I plan out my days the night before. I mean, outside of patient care and stuff, but the things I need to get done, like my to-do list or things I need to achieve for that day, I plan out the day, night before. And even time to exercise or self-care since I have a child and have to um, work around child care and stuff to do those things, but it has to be planned out. And then it also keeps you accountable too. If you have to have things in place to go and do those things, you got to like go into the gym. You got to go to the gym. You can't back out because people are counting on you to go. So kind of keeps accountability too. Yeah, that's that's not something I do, which I think sure. I'm going to start doing. I just have like this long daunting to do list that I start checking off. So um, I think that's a great idea, guys. I'm going to start doing stuff more the night before for just like day to day instead of week to week. And it doesn't look as overwhelming. Right. Then what are some tips that y'all have for your day to day productivity things? Like we talked about making your to do list the night before and planning your day out ahead of time. Um, do you like set reminders on your phone or um, have like a, a running to-do list or things that happen, you know, every day to get those done? Do you make good habits just to make those or what are some tips that you have? So I like to prioritize. So whatever needs to get done first is usually at the top of my to-do list. And then I definitely set reminders on my phone because if I don't, I will forget. Um, so yeah, alongside my calendar, I have what things I need to get done by what time, um, during the day. And then that kind of just keeps me, um, accountable, um, or reminds me because along with to-do lists for goals. I have things for work and, and things like that. But what do, what do you do, Jess? So I, because like I said, I use my bullet journal. So usually at the beginning of the week, I'll start off and I, I like kind of block out. I want to exercise like so many days a week. So, you know, all of that goes through. But then when I'm planning my individual days, I kind of break it up between like morning, afternoon, and then like when I get home from work. Um, and so depending on my patient schedule, I mean, like if it's a busy patient day, you're probably not going to get a lot of extra stuff done, but maybe it's just stuff like I'm going to try to finish all my charts for the morning. And so uh, like my three time periods throughout the day, I just kind of block that. And that just kind of helps me. Like I'm constantly like trying to work towards goals till noon. And then my next set of goals is like between noon and five. And then like, like when you're achieving those and you're checking off those boxes and whatnot, like that's kind of. Like, I don't know, that's satisfying. You know what I mean? It's like motivation to keep going. Yeah. So that's that's generally For sure. how I do it. For sure. Do you use the do you use the bullet journal um, brand journal? Is that what 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 journal do you I use? I do, but just because I've always kind of done it without necessarily having a bullet journal, just like a regular notebook, you know what I mean? Like I just draw my little squares and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But within the last year I finally kind of spent a little bit more money and got the actual <laughs> bullet journal. I honestly don't know if it's that much different. It's nice. It just looks a little bit more clean, but I think whatever method so, works. It's pretty done. How is it laid out? Yeah. Is it like week to week, day to day? Is it like similar to a planner? Because I don't think I've looked at, ever looked at the official bullet journal. Yeah, so a bullet journal is really just blank pages, but instead of having lines, it mm -hmm. has like all the dots so that you could like draw a box with like four. You know what I mean? It's like... Kind of like grid paper, but it's actual just dots, like no lines. And then you just create it however you want. Um, so there's like pages in the beginning where you can use it back to like keep referring to for like 
future goals or future outlines. Um, but it's just, there's so many like videos and tutorials and different like blogs on it. You just kind of make it what works for you. So I have my bullet journal for like my day-to-day -day stuff, but I still have a regular planner, you know, that has like my calendar overview. I don't put my calendar mm -hmm. in my bullet journal. And then I kind of have a separate third journal where I just do like my like gratitude each day and my like big long-term dreams or just like my ideas or thoughts. So I guess I work out of three systems. I don't know if that's efficient or not, but it seems to work best for me. I feel like I've tried everything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So then things, you know, that are daunting or if people aren't setting goals or doing these productivity tips right away, this could, you know, seem overwhelming to some. So I think, you know, the best recommendation is just to kind of start small, start with one thing or one area of your life and then grow bigger from there and do more and setting like the habit of doing it, the habit of bullet journaling, bullet journaling in the morning and, uh, you know, just setting goals it's just something new or just even brain dumping that's just getting your mind clear and writing everything down and then kind of seeing it out on paper and then creating a plan from there and it all doesn't have to happen in one day or overnight right it's a long-term thing I think people get overwhelmed with it and they just don't do it because it just seems like oh it's so far away from achieving anything or you know getting to where I want to be but it's actually if you just kind of break it down and start living it out and planning it out it will all happen and it'll all come with time and yeah, planning you just you just have to get started yeah. you have to take that first jump that first step and then you know for the method of how you're going to track like you just got to try different things because everybody's different you just got to try it and mm -hmm. see what works best for you and that's just kind of almost experimentation for sure well, as we segue into our next episode on how to maximize your time and working and um, being part of different organizations and on sitting on different boards for things, um, we're going to talk about how we manage it all in our different lives from Kindle owning a dance company and being an optometrist and Jess having multiple locations. We're going to break it down for you on the next episode and talk about some personal branding. Awesome, girls. I hope everybody has a great week. I know I'm feeling very inspired after this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go set those goals and talk about them next time. <laughs> I know. Sounds good. We'll see you soon. All right. Bye. <laughs> Going to revamp. See ya.